What's happening with it? This is Slink Johnson, a.k.a. Black Jesus, your Lord and Savior. And you're listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network. How you love that? You are listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network, featuring Pod of Thrones and The Shiznit. This is the Red Rock Podcast Network. From Red Rock Studios in Los Angeles, California, this is the Shiznit. And your hosts, Damon Standifer, Charlie Bell, and Dean O'Red. Now, put your hands together for the Shiznit. Well, all right. Welcome back to another episode of the Shiznit Show. We realize that you have a choice in your podcast listening, and we appreciate you listening to us. A good day, Weezy. Hey, what's happening, man? How you doing, man? What's up, lad? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that explains that red truck I saw out front. <laughs> good day, Charlie Bell. Hello. Hello. So, um, what's been going on with you, Weasel? Oh, uh, well, uh, my uh, um, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I was uh, I was uh, I was not on the show because uh, my dad was in the hospital. My dad was, uh, and he's been in uh, in and out of the hospital for the past couple of weeks. (laughs) (laughs) My bad. Oh, (laughs) all right. Wait, 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 wait. (laughs) Mm-hmm. This audience, they're, they're wait, wait, hold on. Boo! Yeah, there it is. Oh, That's the one. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, uh, you, you'll be pleased to know that my dad lives. Are these uh, are these all? Is is the audience made up all of people that your dad kicked off his lawn? <laughs> so to speak, yeah. He, he ran over in his wheelchair. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Scandalous. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> yeah, he uh, he's uh, he's uh, doing well. Um, uh, he's, uh, he won't be out of, the, he's in the hospital for, uh, for about a month or two, but, uh, it's, it's nothing that the doctors, uh, all signs seem to be, uh, pointing to a recovery. Um, you know, it was, uh, it was, it, it was, it, he, he was bad. He was, uh, he was a little out of it. Uh, when I was taking him to the hospital, he, he apologized to me for not having any money and, I told him trifling ass. <laughs> I, told him, I told him get the fuck out, right? <laughs> and and, uh, and he did, and so uh, then I had to go put him back, bring call, him back in the car. Call Uber, old man. <laughs> <laughs> had to had to tell him I was just playing, 
Uh, but but seriously though, he uh, we 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 took him to the hospital. Uh, he's he's uh, and he's re- he's recovering, and uh, you know so uh, you know he he'd rather be out next week. But everyone in the hospital, no one wants to stay in the hospital. No. I thought you were gonna say no one wants him in the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, to uh, everybody on face- Facebook who wished me wished my dad uh, a speedy recovery. And all your prayers and support. I just want to say thank you. Uh, your your response was overwhelming, and uh, as uh, you know, I'm fond of telling people to tell my Christian friends and and my and my uh, my spiritual or your heathen friends, my heathen friends, and my, <laughs> my friends that uh, oh, Han Esther would hit over the head with a with a purse and call him a fish eyed fool. Um, that uh that that uh you know my my Christian friends were all praying for you and my and my non Christian friends were sending out good vibrations thinking sending out good thoughts sending out positive <laughs> energy and 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 for that was from one half of Millie Vanilli they sent me some positive energy <laughs> <laughs> wait what uh, we don't even get that reference yeah, yeah. I don't like I don't. I mean, Millie uh, remember uh, back in the day when uh, they would interview Millie Vanilli and they say what does Millie Vanilli stand for and they would say it's a Turkish word meaning Positive energy. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I, so, I didn't know that. Yeah. No. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> you, you knew that, didn't you? I, no, I didn't. You didn't know. Okay. I thought it was a German word meaning <laughs> meaning biracial. Gotcha. <laughs> 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 meaning psych. <laughs> <laughs> meaning lip syncing motherfucker. <laughs> but yeah, they, yeah, they made fun of that on In Living Color. Uh, <laughs> oh, so. uh, which was another show from the nineties. I'm going to shut up now. <laughs> so, Charlie Bell, how was your uh, <laughs> what you been up to? What you been up to? Well, I got to enjoy some more current pop culture references <laughs> this summer. Fun to put snap, crackle pop. Yeah. <laughs> I went to the uh, Fuck Yeah Fest, which was uh, Fuck Yeah, Fuck Yeah. It was awesome. It was in Exposition Park. The, col- the well, Fuck his- Yeah Fest. That sounds like. Uh, something that uh, the Kool Aid Man would go to, like fuck yeah! It's like, it's like, it's like the Kool Aid Man if he served like a harder, harder liquor. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Fuck yeah! Maybe, like, maybe the Kool Aid mixed with Molly Man. Yeah. The, the, the Mike's Hard Lemonade, uh, the Kool Aid version of Mike's Hard Lemonade is fuck yeah! Fuck yeah. <laughs> like Kool Aid and vodka. Mike's Hard Kool Aid. Yeah, yeah. And he's drunk. He comes in there. Hey. Fuck yeah! Uh, <laughs> no, but wow. it was awesome. I got to see Kanye again. I got to see um, Solange, who killed it. She's her. She slayed so hard, so good. D'Angelo, she got so many looks. She's like a chameleon. Oh, she's bomb. She's she's the fucking patron saint of fly black chicks right now. Like I can see the show that I know she's a hostess on mm-hmm. and not be able to find her. Mm. Like where's Solange? Mm. Like, like, like it's like where's Waldo? Every episode like, of the right. talk is like where's Waldo? Like, like where's Solange? Like, like yeah. easy, easier to find Waldo than it is to find. Yeah, because yeah, she's, she's got like man, her hair's. I mean, yeah, and hair she doesn't was, just change. Like she transforms, right? Because like yeah. not only does her hair change, but then the props and then yeah. it makes her features look different. She's just yeah. like a chameleon, dude. She I'm is like, a chameleon. She's, like, she's really awesome. Got so many looks. As is FKA Twigs, also a major chameleon, and just giving art for the black girls it's really awesome i love her major props to her show and then d'angelo we got to give 
Finally, all, somebody I know. All dudes, <laughs> all praises due to D'Angelo. He Me fucking too. killed it. His band was tight. His fucking, he came out looking real pimpish. I mm-hmm. give him all props. And then on top of that, like, he's getting his body back. It's not quite to how does it feel days, but mm-hmm. it's like he's he's definitely got a personal trainer on payroll, <laughs> which I am grateful for. So thank you, D'Angelo. Well, you know it's all for you, Charlie Bill. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Holding him down since day one. But um and then also I got to go to Matt Barnes's um little summer pool party, which is a, a, a cancer um I'm sure Riri was there. Yeah, no. Fuck no. <laughs> yeah, she was at Fuck No Fest. Fuck No Fest. Uh, yeah, no. He, she wasn't, but there were a lot of beautiful women there. As you That's odd, because they're supposed to be dating. I wonder why she wouldn't be there. <laughs> I, I know this is a new concept to you, Dino, but mm. you can't believe everything you read on the internets. No, I... <laughs> But I should be able to believe a man when he says he's dating somebody. I should be able to believe that, right? <laughs> Especially if it's somebody the whole world knows, right? Like, why and would you say, fuck. right? Why would you say that you're dating Rihanna when we all know Rihanna and we all know you, right? But we all really know her, even those of us who don't know you know her. Why would you say that if you're not knowing that she would be like, nah, nigga, I don't even know you. She we never did. even met because <laughs> maybe she thought, you know, maybe he. he I don't know. I can't, I can't speak I, for this. I was hoping you was going to come up with I was like, I was so curious. Like, what could she say? What did she well, you, say? Well, you, you, know, you know, Matt Barnes thought he was on a date. Riri was on a pre-date. No. <laughs> Riri See? wasn't even on a pre, pre-date. Riri said she ain't even met the nigga. Right, right. <laughs> She's on an undate. She said, uh-uh. <laughs> So yeah, but whatever. I'm, I'm. Hey, Lamat, you were, you did good by me. The open bar was on point. The, the, the. It was, it was just a nice event. It was beautiful. And uh, shout out to J Squared Productions. Uh, our friend Jeanette. Yeah. Jordan. Yay! Was a uh, key, key. Uh, she put it together. Right? Yeah, she yeah. helped put it together. Yeah. She was. Uh, they brought her in at the last minute to kind of tie up some loose ends, mm-hmm. and she did her thing. All right. So. Good luck for J squared. Right. And uh, yeah, it's been a nice little summer. I, I've been bumping the new feminist anthem by Nicki Minaj. So good. I thought you was talking about something off the Compton album. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, okay. No. Nicki is is getting all the black girls hyped. What, what song? Is win that? again. Is that and I win again. And I win again. It's so good. It's like I play it back to back. When I need to get hyped, that sh- that shit is it's 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 the cut. Yeah, who sings that again? It's Nicki Minaj. It's okay, yeah, let pink, her sing it. It's off the pink print. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Shut up, Charlie Bell. I hear you thinking over there, cursing me out in your mind. <laughs> well good so, then I don't have to do it on the air fuck yeah <laughs> <laughs> so I bet somebody else is cursing you out in their mind who Nobody Don Don I heard Don Don ain't cursing me out I bet she is <laughs> I heard she got put on punishment please yep yep see mean daddy cause uh, she just started back to school and mommy kind of insisted that she have basically carte blanche through the summer so the last two weeks, it's been kind of hard getting her back on track. For our so. English-speaking audience members, can you ex- 
explain carte blanche? Is that what? <laughs> Okay, you can try to insult our audience if I'm you not, want to. I'm not insulting them. I'm making fun of your. <laughs> I'm sorry. The way you the way you described your five year old schedule as carte blanche. Yeah, my wife gave her carte blanche. Mm-hmm. She had the white card to do whatever. The black card. Blanche is white. Yeah, but the black card is the, there's no white card. Oh well, then give her the carte negra. Carte noir. <laughs> so you don't you don't know that reference? No, I do. It's just funny in reference to I'm picturing Don Don running around like what like with that? a valet or something. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> she she had you know uh, she didn't have to do much schoolwork. She didn't have you know a curfew or anything like that. Um, and so. Um, you know, finally towards the end of the summer or the middle, actually, I, I insisted that she do some schoolwork. And um, but uh, anyway, her, she she came back and she's kind of cutting corners and her her study habits are poor. She's trying to rush through her schoolwork to in order to have playtime or TV time and stuff like that. Priorities. And, uh, yeah. And uh, then she did the ultimate. She was supposed to be getting ready for school and she was watching television, <laughs> which is why she's not allowed to have the television on in the mornings uh, or why she's supposed to be doing anything because she gets sucked in oh, and yeah. she just, you know, loses track of everything. Oh, yeah. That's and a- uh, she wouldn't breathe if it wasn't on autopilot. <laughs> wow. So. Yeah, she just gets like really mesmerized by the television. Mm -hmm. So uh, anyway, um, so yeah, so she was late and everything. But so maybe now next summer, my wife sees what I mean about giving her, you know, she doesn't have to, you know, go to bed her regular bedtime. But, you know, 930 or so is plenty of time for, you know, she'll be seven at that time. Mm -hmm. An appropriate time for a seven-year-old. Right. She doesn't need to stay up until she passes out mm-hmm. every night. Mm-hmm. How's she going to uh, give you her critique on Saturday Night Live if you don't let her stay up until <laughs> one? Hello. So, so did uh, did she send you a note complaining about uh, no. putting her on punishment? Nope. Because so I'm daddy. She said, daddy, don't play that. So I'd turn that shit into some homework. Like, you want to write me a note? Okay, write 500 notes exactly like this one. Because daddy has standards (laughs) But yeah that's it with her Um, Other than that she's doing really well She's doing better um, You know citizenship wise Which she wasn't She's been doing better anyway But last semester or last year She had a teacher who was kind of new Actually very new I think it was her first year And I feel like she kind of You know wasn't realistic about for with her expectations for children of that age, you know, for first graders, kids who are five and six, um, and like they have a um, kind of like a uh, they have this color this color thing, sort of like how we have for uh, terrorist threats. Mm-hmm. You know, the green is the default, and then there's a couple levels, the like two colors you can go up for better behavior, mm-hmm. and then there's like. I think you can go down two levels also, mm-hmm. maybe three. But red is the worst. Mm-hmm. I think there's green, then yellow. There might be an orange and then red. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Uh, so their discipline system is run by Homeland Security or uh, what? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, the, the bad kids. No, 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 no. Homeland Security <laughs> is run by the LAUSD. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that explains everything. That right. explains everything. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what do you think? TSA, oh. that, that's the answer right there. PSA, PTA, TSA. <laughs> so anyway, um, she would get a lot of reds and oranges and stuff like and hadn't done anything that was that bad she'd like you know and earlier in the week she'd get she for talking that was her 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 usual offense you know mm-hmm. that's usually what she got in trouble for She's talking which yes which is i totally believe that because she <laughs> runs her mouth at home constantly <laughs> so i get that you know and so she'd get yellow or something for that but i'm like okay why is she getting red for talking on Friday when she got yellow for talking on Monday. That's not fair. the teacher was tired. Exactly. <laughs> but that's not fair. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to, you know, if, if it's, if it has to be consistent, right. you know, mm-hmm. it, and if she's not hitting somebody or doing something much worse, then she shouldn't, shouldn't be getting worse colors for doing, if, if talking Same is, thing. yeah, if talking is a yellow offense, then. On Tuesday. It right. Be a yellow offense on Friday. Exactly. So, um, now she has a teacher who's got, more reps in she's more seasoned and been around longer and she's got a veteran yeah she doesn't seem to be as she she said even she said she only gives red for for hitting mm-hmm. so that light right there lets me know that she kind of has a better understanding of kids of, of that age she gives them a so, yellow for using their words so <laughs> for using words like carte blanche <laughs> so <laughs> Uh, but anyway, she's, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so she's on punishment, but she'll be off next week as long as she shapes up. You know, as long as she shapes up this week and you know gets herself back together, then uh, she'll be off punishment. If not, then it will be extended. But I don't, I don't foresee that being an issue. So that's that. But um, what else? Um, other than that, mm, I've been kind of really. Feeling kind of down about the about the the, the podcast, mm-hmm. and uh, really came close to just like feeling like. Calm. Well, I'm st- actually I'm still kind of on the fence about it. Um, I'd like to get to a hundred episodes before. Oh, I definitely, unless something unforeseeable happens, I, I won't be quitting before a hundred episodes. But around a hundred episodes, I might be, you know, ready to call it in or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm just getting a little disillusioned with it and the growth or the lack of growth and the lack of the, you know, you know, we, we bring this to you guys. It's a lot of work for us and we try to entertain you. And we, uh, I never wanted to be the dude that, that begged you for money. Mm -hmm. So I don't, don't beg you for money. And I'm not even consistent with asking you to share the show, which is the only way the show really gets out. And there's like a, a, a very small handful of you guys who share the show. And, you know, you basically getting free entertainment, no real commercials or anything. And, you know, this is it's a small business. We need help. We, you know, this it's a, it's a social media thing. And the only way that we can get exposure is by you guys turning people on to us. But you guys don't really do that. So or aren't doing that, and I just even you guys. I don't even know what's up with it. Why don't you guys share the show? You guys ashamed of the show, or what's what's the deal with that? Why why don't you guys share the show? I let's talk about this offline. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not ashamed of the show, and yes, I need to do better on my social media. But it's been uh, intense 
with a lot of other uh, competing issues. But we can talk about this. I, I, I respect what you're saying. I, I feel your pain. It takes two seconds. That's, I mean, it's like hard for me to convince no, them to do it. No, it takes it, more than that. No, but it that's, doesn't. Well, yes, it does. We'll talk no, about that. Doesn't. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. Okay. You don't know what you're talking about for me. But um, I, I only share the show all the time. Right. Once, right. Once you're logged in on a certain social media platform as that, you know, at, on that role, then yes, it only takes. But when you're juggling different social media for different audiences, it's not that simple. But like I said, we can talk about it offline. But I feel your pain. I'm not dismissing the, you know, your concerns. I think they're valid and, you know, but do remember that at least you're getting free therapy every week. Don't discount that. If you stop uh, doing the show, you're going to have to actually pay a therapist. And I will probably come out ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it wouldn't be as entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> it won't be as entertaining. It will be for my therapist. <laughs> <laughs> I'll crack that motherfucker up. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, I, oh, my five o'clock is here. <laughs> 50 minutes of laughter. 50 minutes of sarcasm. Yep. <laughs> 50 minutes of him bitching about the world. But anyway. Well, okay. So we have a meeting to schedule. Um, so I, I don't. There's there's no meeting. I've you guys know the show needs to be shared. I've, I'll ask you. I ask you guys to share it all the time, and you guys pretty much we never can come share up with it. A strategy. That's not so, sharing. Isn't really a strategy. Let's come up with a strategy. That's what. Well, I how would. about how about we start with like the easiest thing? I mean, well, I, I'll tell you my my point of view. Okay, because uh, I you know I've been doing this you know uh, you know as far as. Uh, letting people know about stuff that I'm involved in, right? I just I just get no response, um, you know, for my own things, and um, I just have a I just feel like, you know, you know when dealing with uh, dealing with people trying to get them to to in, to do to get into anything that I'm doing, I feel like I'm wasting my time, uh, even though I I do promote. I do promote my gigs because they force me to. Right. Um, but uh, I mean, those those that doesn't yield any results. Um, and I just, uh, I guess I'm I'm just uh, fatalistic about um, uh, letting people know that I'm doing something, uh, and that's. Uh, yeah, I get that. As far as like, if you were like, you know, if I was asking you to do the street witnessing version, mm-hmm. like go knock on doors mm-hmm. or you know. Uh, people that you you know oh tell your coworkers and all that mm-hmm. but if you just hit the share button on facebook it mm-hmm. shows up in their feed mm-hmm. they can ignore it or not ignore it hit, but hit the, hit the share button yes when they're un- underneath the podcast there's mm-hmm. a button that says share oh really yeah oh, I, I didn't know that yeah and then when you hit the button it shows up in the people who are your friends it shows up in their timeline oh okay i i, I didn't know that Okay, yeah, and so that's how you that's how you share the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't mean like physically go up to each and every person you know mm-hmm. and tell them about the show. I just mm-hmm. mean on Facebook and Twitter, mm-hmm. you know. And then on Twitter, you can just retweet it or tweet it out or whatever. I mm-hmm. well, I tweet it out, so you can just mm-hmm. retweet it mm-hmm. when I tweet it, and then it shows up in there. And it's mm-hmm. that, and, and everybody in your timeline is not going to see it because mm-hmm. things get buried, things whatever. But the more people who do that, the more exposure we get, especially if they then share it or retweet it upon, you know, 
Well, it's, that, it's exponential. Well, then I apologize, yeah. dude, because I, I didn't I didn't know that that's I didn't know that's what you meant. Okay, well, good. Now we found we found that out, so that I feel better about that. Because <laughs> I'm like, why do they refuse to just, like just share? Like I don't get it. Like yeah. it's not that big a deal. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's like not that big of a deal to do, mm-hmm. but it's it's that big of a deal for you know helping the show get exposure. I guess this comes as no surprise to you people out there, but I'm not very. <laughs> Social media or technology, so <laughs> so yeah. So anyway, all right. Well, that's cool. So um, yeah, if you want yeah, afterwards, I can just show you how to do it. Like I said, it takes two seconds. Okay. But uh, anyway, um, uh, yeah, and I hear you, man. Because I mean, I get, I get, I got family members that I'm, I get, I, I have to try. I have to make a consorted effort not to get pissed off. Yeah. Because it's like, even if you don't listen to the show, mm-hmm. you could share the show. You could post the show. You know what I mean? It's like, you got a family member who's trying to do something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not asking you to spend, you know, I'm not trying to recruit you for some multi-level marketing scheme. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to push my, you know, uh, you know, my product on you and force you to spend money. You know, and, you know, I was talking about family and supporting family. It's like this is like the easiest thing in the world to support, you know, a family member in doing, mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't cost you any money. And I got, you know, family members who, you know, trying to do things or whatever. And I try to be supportive, you know, have put out records I've, I've, you know, paid full price for and different things, whatever. And it's like, I'm not even asking you to do that. I'm just asking you to just. Once a week, when it comes out, just blast it out. That's all I'm asking for. I mean, I would love for you to listen to it and then, you know, be excited about it and tell people about it. But, you know, I mean, if you can't do that, which I really don't get that, unless you just don't like the show, then I get it. But if you like the show, and I guess it's too much of an effort to listen to because you're not a podcast or whatever, and it's now you can't just go to your car and turn on the radio, well, you can still just share the show. You know what I mean? Like, really? That's like... That's really a, a minimalistic request. So, yeah, and it's like, wow, considering what all I have to do to bring you a show, and this is what I'm asking for in return, like, I, I, you know, you feel like, what's the, what's the fucking point? Like, why am I busting my ass to bring this to people and people can't even share it to help it be successful? You know, I mean, so anyway, I'm just saying what every podcaster on earth you know feels at one time or another <laughs> podcaster and, uh, stand-up comedian theater actor right uh, <laughs> you in, know. In, any any type of performer uh, the, right. hardest, the hardest thing this, this is the but like i said part, again i'm not at, you don't have to come pay a cover and two drinks minimum oh, and I, whatever I, you know I, what i mean I, it's like oh i understand i understand what uh, you're it's saying like, it's it's like but even you, when stuff is free people you know have excuses for not coming right or you know showing up true it's, yeah True, 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 true. Some people rather watch TV or, you know, listen to the radio when they're in their car. So Right. So anyway, um, all right. Enough bitching about that. Let's get into these topics. News and noteworthy. The shiznit. So this show today probably, or my, well, I should say my mood probably, uh, 
is reflected in the, the schedule of the show today because it's pretty much all entertainment with the exception of the first two first two topics. First up, we got the Donald, as they call him, Donald Trump's tax reform. Um, it's uh, you can say what you want about Donald Trump, you know, him being crazy or racist or whatever you think about him. And you may not want him for president. However, uh, this this tax reform uh, plan looks extremely impressive to me. And I would be I'd be hard pressed to dismiss this if, if there was a way that you know, I could be sure that this would be implemented just on a purely selfish, uh, come from a purely selfish point of view. Cause this, that would be huge for me. This would be like a huge, a huge raise now, actually. What is, uh, what is Donald Trump's uh, tax reform? Well, it's a, uh, it's a flat tax and it starts off with, uh, people who make, uh, like something like, like zero. I might be a little, I haven't read it. It's in, a graduated flat tax. Zero to like thirty thousand um, dollars, they would pay five percent, and then thirty thousand to uh, I believe it's like seventy thousand would pay ten percent, and then no wait, is it thirty to a hundred? No, the thirty to thirty to seventy. Yeah, thirty to seventy, and then the seventy to a hundred. Right? Yeah. It's thirty to seventy, and seventy to a hundred, and then the a uh, hundred thousand, and then after a hundred thousand would be the highest, which I think uh, it caps out at what fifteen percent. And it would cut out uh, all loopholes. Well, that's what the in theory it's supposed to. You know, mm-hmm. it's supposed to be a flat tax, and then also he has. Uh, um, he talks about a one-time tax for anyone who has assets uh, totaling ten million dollars or more mm-hmm. that they pay a one-time fourteen percent tax. And that would go to wiping out the trillion plus dollar deficit that we have. Mm. So, yeah, I, I find it very impressive uh, and uh, very uh, intriguing, intriguing. Yeah. So what, what do you guys think about that? Well, I really <clears throat> don't even want to dignify <laughs> discussing him as and him who Ivanka's daddy. I'm not even going to use his name. That would be me. No. <laughs> that's, just, that's disgusting. That's gross. <laughs> now I really want to vomit. Ew. Man, how old were you when you were? <laughs> gross. Not not her daddy like that daddy. I'm no, the other I know kind what of you're daddy. About, and it's still gross. Ugh. What's so gross about that? Anything that his DNA has been near is gross. But he's gross. His everything gross. Yeah, I know. You know what I'm saying? She's far from gross. Disgusting. She's net. You know what I'm saying? All net, baby. Cha-ching. Foul. She's in the black, baby. Foul. Foul. No. I mean, aside from just his racist demagoguery and his fucking total just... He's just a... He's just a he's just a joke, but he's a joke. But the people following him is not a joke. We, what we have to take seriously is that he is tapping into a lot of like anger and resentment against 
um, you know, the, the political situation and people of color and, and things that people don't understand. And this tax plan fits right into that. It's a simple, simplistic idea that makes sense on the surface, but the thing is, it wouldn't work. It, the numbers don't bear out. And, um, so yeah, he's, look, he knows how to sell. That's what he. That's what. That's the one thing he does know. He knows how to sell. So a wait, why would you? So why? Why do you think that the tax plan wouldn't work? Because it. it the numbers don't work out. It. It would. Um, first of all, the, taxing people zero to whatever percent. That sounds like that. That sounds fair, but it's not really fair. Right now, most a lot of those people pay zero tax taxes because they don't make enough money to tax. So it's actually regressive. Like a flat tax sounds good in theory because it's easy to understand, but it actually is a very regressive form of tax and it doesn't you wouldn't end up with the same amount of money. You know, he does talk about lowering capital, I mean, uh, increasing capital gains tax, which is something that definitely needs to be done, but you know, when Democrats propose that, the Republicans would never accept that. So the political chances of of the the good parts of the so-called good parts of his proposal, politically, most of them are dead in the water, and the bad parts would just make the deficit and the situation inequality far worse. So it's it's you know it's a it's a it's a it's a sales job. It's not an actual policy. He the, he doesn't have any policy knowledge or experience. Like that's the whole thing. Like that's why he's 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 this is his campaign is entertainment. So weasel. What's your opinion of the uh, the Donald Trump tax plan? Um, sounds good to me. Or tax reform, as he's calling it. Yeah, sounds good to me. Simplifies the tax. Uh, simplifies the tax code. Uh, yeah, and maybe. Uh, sorry for cutting you off real quick, but maybe, maybe I don't know if Charlie Bill is right about it being too simplistic. Mm-hmm. But even if it is too simplistic, um, the one we have is definitely far too complicated, and there's it definitely got to be an answer that's uh, in the middle. Because the I, one that we have yeah. is ridiculous. No, that's true, and I agree with that. And, but, and it doesn't work. Right. And then we, we pay way too much money. Right. But at the same time, um, you know, what what Trump's proposal and his candidacy don't address is the underlying political reasons for how we got the tax code that we got, you know. So that's 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 what he's leaving out. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Go go ahead. We we cut down. Uh, no, basically, uh, um, historically speaking, when uh, taxes have cut, uh, taxes have been cut. Uh, there's been a rise in uh, the amount of money in the treasury. Uh, That's never been true. When, uh, That's Ray- never borne itself out. <laughs> I, I, I didn't interrupt you. Sorry. Go ahead. Um, when uh, Reagan cut taxes uh, from us, uh, I think I think the top marginal tax rate was seventy percent, and it went down to fifty uh, percent. Uh, we were followed. Uh, we were followed by an in- intense, uh, uh, massive growth. Uh, the ec- the economy grew at a, at around seven percent uh, for three quarters, and that was that was unheard of. Um, you know, you know. So I'm I'm, I'm not really going to argue about you know the merits. Is you know uh, some people don't believe that that's, that was the reason. Well, you know that's fine. I'm not an economist, um, but I, there are plenty of economists who believe that, and plenty of economists who don't. Um, <clears throat> but I, I think that. Um, I, I think the economy runs better when uh, people um, have money to reinvest into their uh, companies, and it's not going to the government. So yeah. that's uh, that's that's my feelings on. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. That's for sure. Yeah, I mean, but again, it, theories and feelings and economics are different, right? So yeah, you know, there have been periods of growth, but it also blew a massive defi- deficit, you know, hole in the deficit, which we never recovered from, and. It started 30 years of 
massive inequality that we're still that's still widening. So, I mean, it had a lot of negative consequences to it. Well, I say this, though, uh, at least he putting something out there because I haven't seen anybody else put anything out there as a, you know, even attempting to to solve, that's, you know, it, it, it's just like they make a few little promises about this or that or cutting this or cutting that somewhat or whatever. And basically it's still the same convoluted system with us paying up the ass. But, but that's not true. People have so. proposals every year and proposals that are more valid and including some of the things that Trump is proposing, like a repatriation period. I mean, we tried that and, you know, I think 2004, 2007, something like that. And companies didn't bring the money back from overseas like they were supposed to. I'm talking about somebody running for for president, like somebody running the, for office. Yes, that's what I'm talking about too. Every every single presidential candidate has tax plan proposals. This speaks to the entertainment nature of Donald Trump. The only reason you're hearing about his is because the media is covering everything. Every time he takes a shit, the media is covering it like it matters, right? So, I mean – it's almost like again it's entertainment people are covering it because you're not going to take it seriously some of the ideas have been proposed and some of them have actually been implemented by other candidates other elected officials so it's just the fact that we're hearing about it because of the the media stir that he's getting all this coverage it doesn't mean that his ideas are more valid or that I didn't I didn't I didn't say that No 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 but you did say that you don't hear other people proposing stuff and I'm saying they do have proposals including some of the ones that Trump is proposing, we just don't hear about it because tax plan, tax policy is inherently not interesting and it's the way the media covers politics as a horse race and not with substance. And also, I don't think it's usually uh, much much scaled down. It's usually just asking convoluted, just a slight variation here or there. No one has proposed, I haven't heard uh, I can't say no one because, like I said, I, I'm not I'm not going to lie and act like I'm up on this. But I haven't heard anybody seriously, drastically proposing any kind of serious change like this. You well, know, I, the stuff that I have been exposed to, Obama and whoever else, it's been a slight tweak here and there for the most part. But it's the same no. old convoluted uh, uh, system for the most part. Yeah, no, that's not true. At Obama's tax plan. I mean, again, this speaks to the politics of it and also the media coverage of it. Obama's tax plan, the proposal as a candidate, if it went into effect, it would have been massive and sweeping change. But the politics don't. The, the, the political support to make these massive sweeping changes aren't there, whether it's Trump, Obama, from the left, from the right. There isn't the political will to make these massive sweeping changes that people are proposing. So that's what, you know, that's really the problem. All right. Well, enough of that exciting news. <laughs> In Costa Rica, they are uh, talk about cutting edge. They are shutting down all of their zoos with the exception of two because they're under extended contracts uh, for like 10 plus years or something like that. Um, they're like, we're, we're done. We're no longer keeping animals captive. We're letting them, we're setting them free. And for you animal lovers out there who are worried about the poor little defenseless uh, wild animals who may not know how to survive on their own, they are uh, not just setting them out to fend for themselves. And uh, they are uh, creating uh, uh, habitats for them in the wild. So there, there's like a transitional phase for the ones who are who are sick or injured and you need to be nursed to health. And those who may need uh, to learn uh, wildlife uh, survival skills. 
So the uh, <laughs> so after being let out of uh, out of uh, out of animal, animal jail, jail mm-hmm. yeah, they're going to a halfway house. Is that yeah. what you're telling me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're going to uh, animal rehab. Animal rehab. Yeah. <laughs> is, that, is that what Dr. Drew Pinsky? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Animal rehabitat. <laughs> <laughs> I taught. I taught habitat. So they're not going to just let the ocelots run free on the beach or nothing like that. Well, I mean, if the ocelots are are ready, you know, it all depends. <laughs> you know, there's going to be a case by case basis. I don't basis. think ocelots are beach animals, but okay. <laughs> are they going to go before a parole board and? Uh... And make their case. <laughs> no, but I, I, I am truly remorseful <laughs> about chewing that <laughs> praying man's head off. <laughs> I, I uh, yeah, you know, I, 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 I like that. I, I've, uh, uh, I saw it with parrots. I saw a documentary on, on parrots, and um, that they they have they teach uh, the birds how to hunt again mm-hmm. uh, because some of them grew up in captivity. Cap. Albert. David Gruber up in the Fabitivity. What was that character's name? Mushmouth. Mushmouth, yeah, yeah. Very apropos. Pretty on the nose with that one there. He wasn't Bill Cosby. He never was creative with his nickname. Was he Bill Fat Albert and Mushmouth? Yeah, Weird Harold. Yeah, Weird uh, yeah, him and his brother, they were the only ones that had their real name. Uh, him, his brother, and Rudy were the only ones that had their real names. Yeah, yeah. He uh, wasn't strong. He wasn't uh, heavy in the irony. <laughs> not, 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 not Bill Cosby. Yeah, which later did not work in his benefit either. Well, well when he, you know, his friends called him Quaalude Bill. That was, uh, that was, uh, no, honestly, I heard somebody told said, like, um, they were talking about the whole, um, what was the guy that Hannibal Burke? Hannibal no, Burris. Yeah, Hannibal yeah. Burris. They were saying like, well, the con- Hannibal didn't even realize what a shitstorm he was starting because mm-hmm. he thought everyone already knew. Mm-hmm. Because in the comedic, I guess in the comedic world, everyone well did known. know. Yeah. Yeah. And so another comedian was saying, yeah, everyone called him Pill Bill. Yeah, Pill Bill. Which was a nice Quentin Tarantino movie. Right. <laughs> yeah, Jimmy Walker said the same thing. That he, I just thought everybody knew. Right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, wow. Yeah, because they, they, they live in that world. Yeah. So it's like, it's but, ubiquitous. But they're not scandalous yeah. because none of them came out and just supported the women when they, you know. Yeah, well, you know, the they probably do I some. mean, I get it. <laughs> I get it, but it's just it just Everyone goes to like, show how fucked up the whole situation is. Probably like, well, I wish I had thought of that. <laughs> I say, nah, don't give him a pill. That's Bill's bit. Um, well, I guess but, if, uh, yeah, and if Bill hadn't pissed off Hannibal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We might not even be talking about him yeah. right now. Wow. <laughs> Probably a lot of comedians doing worser shit. Worser. Yeah, worser, yeah. yes. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, you know, they, like they, comedians who say <laughs> worser. <laughs> right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I've seen this where, like, you know, birds or, or chimpanzees or tigers that have been in captivity right. are taught how to hunt. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, God, I saw with, uh, uh, I think it was whales. Uh, they were teaching whales how to uh, uh, to hunt in the wild. Hmm. Uh, it took several months. Wow. But they had to relearn uh, because they were lazy. They were used to, to yeah. being fed by humans. Yeah. And they had to uh, basically be re- reverse engineered into doing what come. And they had to learn how to uh, talk. And I think, I think one of the, one of the uh, orcas found, found its uh, fa- family pod uh, after he was released. But, uh, mm. but yeah, um, 
Yeah, that, that's uh, that's that's really cool. I'm glad I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, so give it up to Costa Rica. Costa Rica. They, they just scored some more points on my uh, list. I have a, a little list of uh, places that I'm thinking about retiring to that are outside the country. Mm. I've been reading all these different blogs and doing this research on places uh, outside the U.S. Mm-hmm. for that would be uh, uh, friendly to U.S. citizens mm-hmm. and uh, where you can, you know, like there's this this there's this uh, this one uh, couple who lives somewhere in South America. On like, uh, I think it's like thirteen hundred dollars a month or something like mm-hmm. that, and it's not surviving. Uh-huh. They live better; their standard of living is better than ours. Like, they, uh-huh. it, it includes going out to eat several times a week. Mm-hmm. It includes having uh, domestic help as mm-hmm. far as like maid service and whatnot. It, mm-hmm. in, it includes travel. Includes um, laundry, includes everything. Oh, trips. Oh, okay. And they're living off of a maximum of thirteen hundred dollars a month. Yeah, when you said when you said that, I thought you were talking about they lived in Van Nuys, Pacoima. <laughs> 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 and uh, I'm like, wow. I'm like, I might, I might be uh, needing to retire somewhere <laughs> mm-hmm. down here, rent this house out, and. Uh, Go down there with my retirement and live like some kings. <laughs> I, I can see you in a white straw hat and a blue uh, Yeah, there's, 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 you know, there's a list of a lot of places around the country, around the world, but I find the South American ones more appealing to me because one, I'm more familiar with the Latin culture, mm-hmm. for one, and then for two. Look, it's just because you to, had a Mexican girlfriend does not mean <laughs> that you can go down to Costa Rica. <laughs> Um, you have to try and get somebody in trouble and shit. <laughs> Fucking Mashley Addison. <laughs> uh, I do not have a girlfriend. I don't I know said, what the fuck she's talking about. I said had, not have currently. Oh, I, it's not like you said uh, have. No, have I also, said yeah. had yeah. in the past. Yeah. Oh, okay. You have had in the past right. Latina girlfriends. Correct so, or not? No, no, yeah, that's correct. Yes, thank you. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> so you can uh, get you some Rosetta Stone software, and uh, <laughs> well, they you know most of the places speak English, mm-hmm. you know, uh, which is ironic that these they they speak yeah. English in 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 uh, Latin countries yeah. where, but the Latins that come here don't, <laughs> or at least a good portion of them, <laughs> not all well, of well, them. Well, they the ones that couldn't get a job because <laughs> they couldn't speak English. <laughs> Right. So let me go to America where I don't need to learn English. <laughs> if you're going to stay in Costa Rica, you're going to have to learn English. Let's <laughs> see that in Costa Rica. English, motherfucker, English. So, yeah, I like um, the South American places because it is closer to the states. So that's uh, uh, I'm leaning more heavily towards places like Costa Rica and Panama and stuff like that. Panama. Yeah, Panama's high on my list. Panama. Dum, dum, so, uh, dum. Um, what are you singing? Panama. Panama. <laughs> I, I don't no, know. No, Van Halen. Hello. Uh, yeah, I don't. <laughs> talk uh, what, talk about an old reference out of demographic. <laughs> <laughs> but me and yeah. he's over on it, right? High five. <laughs> so, uh, um, show creator and uh, producer extraordinaire Kurt Sutter. He's got some projects in the works. He's, Who's that? Kurt Sutter. He he cut his he cut his teeth on. Uh, he made his bones on. Uh, um, I want. I keep wanting to say the wire, but it's not the wires. Um, the um, um, the one with uh, that that starred. Uh, I can't believe I'm blanking. Uh, 
the uh, L.A.-based one. Um, we watched with Mac, uh, Big oh, Mac. Oh, the Shield. The Shield. Yeah. Thank you. The Shield. The Shield. He was uh, he was uh, on that production team, mm-hmm. and then he he branched out, branched out on his own. And his first baby was uh, the Sons of Anarchy. Oh, okay. And he is married to Katie Segal from. Married with children. Married with children, right? And uh, uh, sons of anarchy, and, right? Sons of anarchy, and she will be on his uh, his next project, which is the Bastard Executioner, mm. which is a spinoff. No, it is a historical uh, type drama. Oh, okay. Yes, yeah, it takes place back in the olden times, and it's about a guy who's <laughs> like, uh, like like 1953. Yeah. <laughs> like from Weasel's pop culture right you know, Even older than Weasel's pop culture Oh references. wow that's old Yeah we're talking like We're talking Paleolithic era <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I believe it takes place Something like the 14th century Something mm-hmm. like that Oh yeah And the guy is uh, Actual his his job is a uh, Executioner mm-hmm. And it, mm-hmm. it, it, follow, it kind it's of follows the guy behind the mask Yeah it's, it's the guy that It, it follows him and mm, uh, wow, so, that's an interesting. Uh, yes, yeah, different concept. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that and seeing seeing what he does with that. Mm-hmm. And uh, he he does you know such a good job with his shows. Mm-hmm. I'm really uh, looking forward to that. Yeah. But he is uh, speaking of spinoffs. He is doing a spinoff also of the Sons of Anarchy, which is called the Mayans, mm-hmm. who were uh, the Latino gang. And mm-hmm. uh, um, I guess they kind of started off as rivals, mm-hmm. but they've mostly had a, a working and uh French and alliance with mm-hmm. the with the Sons of Anarchy. Mm-hmm. They spent more time as friends than they did as enemies. Mm-hmm. So uh yeah, it looks like they're going to spin that off and uh, he's just getting started on that. So he's mm-hmm. going to be pretty busy with that. But. So I'm going to excuse myself <laughs> right now. <laughs> I did have a another um event that I need to get to and this you guys know I'm so like out of pop culture like this is like the Charlie Brown teachers right now. You guys sound like you're going, wah, wah. like I have no idea about anything you're Charlie Bell. That's what I'm hearing right now. I'm like, because you know I don't have fucking TV. But right, right. Anyway, right. so I'm gonna let you guys do the entertainment portion of the show, and we'll get back together next week, and um, and I'll tell you where you were wrong on the Ashley Madison hack. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. But anyway, no, I'm looking forward to it. So, see you guys later. See ya. All right, CB. Yay, yay. So, um, um, and like we last week was it last week? Yeah, I think it was last week. We were talking about all the black shows. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a couple of new black shows out now. Mm. Um, Craig Robinson, comedian. Mm-hmm. He's got his own show called Mr. Robinson. Yeah, yeah. And uh, not really feeling that really? too much. No, no. I've watched the, quite a few episodes of it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Megan Good is on it. Mm-hmm. So she's uh, always really? nice to look at. Yeah. Oh, okay. She's uh, doing the Minority Report as well. Is she? Yeah. What, uh, what's the Minority Report? Uh, you remember the movie, The Minority mm-hmm. Report? Oh, yeah. That's right. It's the TV version Yeah, yeah, of the Minority yeah. Report. Right, 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 right. right. Yeah, I, I was excited about that. I didn't know she was in that. I, I think she is. At least the, okay. wo- the woman on the uh, on the billboards looks like Megan Good. You know what? I think you're right. Now yeah. that you say it, I think I remember seeing her in the... Uh, in the trailer? In the trailer, right. Yeah, she yeah. does. But I can see her doing both. Mm-hmm. Um if yeah, well the way the way they film stuff nowadays, it, it's not impossible to do. Uh, yeah, and she she doesn't have. I mean, there's no heavy lifting for her on this. Yeah, it's it's a sitcom. It's a half hour, mm-hmm. and she's not even in every episode. No, okay, that's probably so. Why. Yeah, and I, I, I 
to be honest, I don't know how long it's going to last anyway. Mm-hmm. And she probably yeah. sees the writing on the wall too. <laughs> <laughs> now, is uh, is Mr. Robinson is that a is that a network show or is that a Netflix show? Or? I think I'm pretty sure it is the uh, I think it's NBC actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, and um, is he a school teacher or, or something like? Yeah, he's yeah. Uh, he's it actually is kind of like Steve the Steve, Steve Harvey, Harvey show, show part two uh, two point oh, um, except that. It's actually based on his real life. Oh, okay. So it was like kind of like Steve Harvey stole his real life before he <laughs> was even famous. Because, uh, yeah, he actually, uh, before he got into stand-up, he was a uh, – well, he actually was a, uh, in a band. Mm-hmm. And then oh, wow. to make ends meet, he started uh, being a substitute music oh, okay. teacher. Oh, so, so when he was in the – when he played Maisie uh, in the uh, James Brown movie – he had he had experience with being in a band. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, and so he went from uh, yeah. So he basically was juggling uh, being in a band, and then he started actually uh, teaching music full time. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think he eventually leaves. Uh, actually, on on the show, he mm-hmm. he he leaves uh, music, but then he kind of dabbles back and forth. So it, what was that? What was that Jack Black movie? Back to school? Or, yeah, back to school. Or, or, that was yeah. yeah. That was I, oh no back to school no that was been, that was that was Ronnie Danger yeah back to uh, school. school of rock school of rock yeah school of yeah. rock yeah yeah that uh maybe yeah maybe it's a takeoff on school of rock maybe Jack Black stole uh, <laughs> stole Mr Robinson's uh, yeah who knows but yes yeah, this is his real story and uh, who knows where uh, stand up and all that can comes into the picture yeah <laughs> it's, it's it's always scary cause, I mean I guess it worked with uh, Full House but. You know, you take comedians and you put them in these like these antiseptic environments where you take away what what it is that made them funny. Right, right. <laughs> and then you're like, well, why didn't the magic happen? You know, yeah. And it's like, well, everything about him that you find funny, you kind of sanitized it. You know. Yeah, yeah. Um, does it, does this show feel like that? It it feels kind of like that, except mm-hmm. that to be honest, I'm not a huge Craig Robinson fan to begin with. Oh, okay. So, but I mean. It's not. I don't dislike him. I like him. Mm-hmm. I just don't find him that funny. Oh yeah, well, yeah, you know. That's... Uh, but um, a lot of the problem with it to me is that at least in the early shows, the, 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 a lot of the comedic humor is supposed to come from the the music, mm-hmm. and I just don't find it funny. Oh, okay. It's like his like his like it's like they're kind of like a, a parody band mm-hmm. except they're not parodying anybody mm-hmm. it's like original stuff mm-hmm. and but it's silly stuff like okay the, the the name of the group is called nasty delicious mm-hmm. and then they make these kind of comedic over the top songs that they're they're not that funny but they are what, what i tell you what though they are funnier he's not a lead singer Okay. He's not a lead singer. And, and he's, my he's, wife and I are puzzled by the fact that like this guy's supposed to be a, a lead, lead singer. singer. Okay. And I don't know if he was a lead singer in his real band. If if mm-hmm. if he was, that is, would explain right. <laughs> that would explain why they didn't make it. Yeah. Uh but anyway, they decided to make him the lead singer, I guess because so he can do his funny, you know, make the funny lyrics or something. Mm-hmm. And his brother, his little brother is uh Brandon T. Jackson mm-hmm. who who I, I like him. Now who's Brandon uh, T. Jackson? Uh, you know him from uh, well, you don't know him from, <laughs> but people know him from Percy Jackson. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, he's he's in that series. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, uh, he's uh Martin Lawrence's son in Big Mama, 
three or two, okay. two or two and three, mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he plays Martin Lawrence's son in that. He's okay. been in a lot of things, okay. and I believe he does stand up as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, he actually has a, a, a decent cast. He's got Perry Gilpin, mm-hmm. um, who's a veteran. She was and, from uh, uh, Frasier. Frasier, right? Mm-hmm. Played Roz on Frasier. Mm-hmm. Uh, Megan Good. We know she's not funny, but she's pleasant to look at. <laughs> And she plays the love interest mm-hmm. and the straight person. And then he's got like um some some uh coworker slash teachers excuse me, who are um kind of funny. One of them though is kind of really over the top crazy. But yeah, it's just um it's a little weak. It's a little weak. Mm-hmm. But I find uh it uh the show that, that comes after it, it leads in for the Carmichael show. Mm-hmm. And that show I actually kinda like. But you know what? Before we get into the Carmichael show, I'm going to go ahead and play. I have a forgot. I almost forgot. I have a little clip of uh, Craig Robinson talking about his uh, his new show. They have a very special lady in the house tonight. I love you, Craig. Not you, baby. <laughs> Mr. Robinson is uh, loosely based on my real life. I got one foot in the music world. Y'all want to get nasty with us? Yes! I want foot in the teaching world. There are two ladies. What? They in the window. This is your chance to find it's crazy. You're late again. Oh, we got Perry Gilpin. Hello. I play the principal, and I'm not so sure about this arrangement. Maybe if you didn't spend every night in a club, you'd be able to get some of your work done. Because you can't coast on your good looks and your tight abs forever. I have been doing sit-ups. Thank you for noticing. <laughs> I really love Craig. You're not into magic, are you, Craig? Is this your card? And the rest of the cast is really great. Everyone is very unique. Megan Good, hello. I know at one point I'm going to get to kiss her. What are you doing? Enjoying the benefits of a rock and roll lifestyle. <laughs> Tim Bagley, watching him is like eating a chocolate macadamia nut. Just a beautiful experience. Brandon T. Jackson, who I know from the comedy circuit. Aren't you a short drink of water? Aren't you a well-aged scotch? <laughs> Dan Dyke, this dude might be the craziest dude on television. I'm shooting a documentary. I'm calling it Afrodisiac. <laughs> and we all are like, hey, we, we on this ride together. Let's go again. So I was like, oh, I win. I think part of it is once the show gets going, I think the writers will kind of find their stride of what, which scenario uh, or which scenarios are the funniest because mm-hmm. it's kind of a lot going on for a 30-minute show because mm-hmm. you have the, the music. Mm-hmm. You have his interactions with the teachers. Mm-hmm. You got his interactions with the kids, mm-hmm. and they really doesn't have him interacting with the band too much, with the exception of his brother, who's also his roommate. Mm-hmm. The rest of the guys are just like non-speaking extras, pretty mm-hmm. much. You just see guys up there. I don't even know if there's been the same guys or not, because mm-hmm. they're like you don't really there's, there's nothing to them. Nothing to them. Yeah. So it's pretty much him and his brother. Um, so that's kind of a lot for for thirty minutes, yeah. and it's kind of he's spread a little thin. Mm-hmm. And I, I think if they decide, if they focus his, this, his interactions with the kids, that's 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 kind of because it's got that school that ro- school of rock feel to mm-hmm. it, mm-hmm. and uh, there's some some pretty talented kids, especially this one little black kid. He's pretty funny. Um, if they give that more more time and his interactions with Gary, um, 
Perry, Perry Gilpin, because mm-hmm. she's just, you know, she's the best. So basically, she's funny. Say, they should stay in the school. Yeah, they should stay in the school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because there's, there's not much funny happening on the, uh, uh, on the, uh, on the music side. And, mm-hmm. uh, and he's thinking about leaving that anyway, so I think they should just go ahead and have him leave that. Mm-hmm. Maybe, you know, bring it back every so often. Mm-hmm. You know, he can do entertainment for the, the faculty dance or something. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think if they, he, he, they focus him in the school situation, I think that it will make it a better show. Yeah. So well, I, I remember the, uh, and also if they, uh, limit making good screen time, <laughs> <laughs> why would anyone want to do that? Yeah. Well, you know, she's a great eye candy, yeah. but you know, she's not funny. Yeah. Well, and yeah. the chemistry, I don't really feel it between uh, yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so, uh, you know, I, I just remember with, uh, Seinfeld, they, they used to, uh, when the show started, it was, uh, yeah, there's a lot more, uh, stand a lot up. more stand up, mm-hmm. and as the show hit its stride, they focus more on the situations and very little stand up. Right. I, I think eventually, the, eventually, eventually they, they the eliminated. Gone. Yeah. yeah, they eliminated stand up yeah. eventually. Yeah. So uh, yeah, there's that, and then um, the Carmichael, the show. Carmichael show, another young comedian mm-hmm. um, who was uh, getting his own show, and mm-hmm. let me play the clip for for that before I tell you my opinion of this show. You will not tell my brother tonight, and if you do, I will deflect, I will distract, and you won't be able to get a word in. We'll see about that. Oh, we will see about that, won't we? The show's based on a lot of, like, real relationships. Hey! I wanted to write and create something that's influenced by my stand-up, and the explosions that happen, happen. Okay, well, Gerard and I have something to tell you, don't we? We have something very, very important we should say. I am thinking about registering Republicans. Gerard, you know we didn't raise you that way. (laughs) Real families argue with each other, and there's all different points of view. And those struggles between generations is something we all deal with. What we really want to talk about... There's prayer in school. Let's talk about (laughs) it. There is prayer in school. No, there's not, Mom. And it's because of the Democrats. You mean they won't let the little babies pray? (laughs) What'd they say if they could? Well, just know I'm a regular prayer. You know, thanking Jesus for all he does. Yeah, but then what about the Jews or the Muslims? Then I would put them in a separate place like the cafeteria. So you would segregate them? But just for their comfort, I would put them in a separate room that was equally as nice because, oh! <laughs> That's what a lot of my stand-up is, is the, the, the more unpopular opinion argued. Maxine moved in three weeks ago. Living in sin. Just nasty. The Bible is pretty clear on that one. Look at you, all holier than thou, acting like we didn't have sex before we got married. Oh! <laughs> that wasn't me. <laughs> oh yeah, damn. <laughs> the insanity is real. Nasty, y'all, just nasty. Welcome to the family. Oh, the right <laughs> So yeah, I was uh, I was kind of surprised uh, at this. My first my, my the first opinion actually uh, our uh, former our guest from this show mm-hmm. um, and friend of mine uh, Vanessa Carmichael, mm-hmm. no relation. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, her um, they were talking about it on her page mm-hmm. and uh, they uh, she didn't like it. She didn't like mm-hmm. it at all. Mm-hmm. So I was uh, so you were intrigued. Yeah, I was kind of like, wow, really? You know, because. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was, I was, I, I'm, I'm a, I'm a David Allen Greer fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, fan. I like Dag, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm familiar with uh, Gerard mm-hmm. uh, Carmichael, mm-hmm. 
and uh, his stand up's okay. I'm not like a huge fan. Mm-hmm. I'm not like he's not like Hannibal Burris to mm-hmm. me, but I, I, you know, he's okay. And I was interested to see what he could do on, you know, on screen. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I was in, intrigued by it, and I, and I was pleasantly surprised. I like the show. Mm-hmm. I like the show a lot. Um, not because it's it's so great right now. Mm-hmm. But it has, and that's what I think people have to keep in mind when they watch these new shows. Like it's, it's just getting started. You know, it, it's well, very seldom our shows great right out the gate. Yeah. You know, the best shows like Seinfeld, we, as we mentioned earlier and often referred to on this show, mm. it was not great right out the gate. See, it was good, but yeah. not great. Yeah. I like Stan. I liked. I liked some. I liked Steinfeld uh, <laughs> from the beginning. Yeah, I liked it too. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it definitely this, got better. This uh, this Carmichael thing, I, it, it kind of has the same um, uh, feeling that that, uh, that listening just listening to the promo. Uh, whereas I didn't the the uh, Mr. Robin show didn't it sounded kind of a, like a standard sitcom. Right. This uh this one sounded interesting. It sounded like this one. Uh, right. This one has some bite. Yeah. It's got it's got some edge to it. It, it seems to have it seems to be clever. It is clever, mm-hmm. and it has some edge. Mm-hmm. And in this day and age, you know, when when in this day and age of political correctness, mm-hmm. to have a show with a little edge is it's, it's very refreshing. Yeah, yeah. And and it makes it seem a lot edgier than it really is. Yeah, you know, it, yeah. it's not a lot of edge, yeah. but just compared to what we're used to nowadays, <laughs> yeah. it seems very risque. Yeah. You know? <laughs> well, you, well, you know, just the, 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 the little bit I read about the Carmichael show, it, it, it kind of, you know, I... It it it's not all in the family. No, but, no, but mm-hmm. it it reminded me of what they tried to do with All in the Family. Uh, they tried to do a uh, they did a remake of All in the Family where a black family moved into the bunker house. Oh and, yeah, yeah. And uh, it it you know they tried to do the you know the 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 parents and the in the 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 adult children arguing over issues. Mm-hmm. And this seems to have that sort of feel to it. it. Well, same thing with All in the Family. It has that that feel where the the, the uh, parents are arguing with the adult children mm-hmm. about uh, specific issues or hypocrisy, uh, you know, the hypocrisy of their own beliefs, challenging challenging the beliefs and the mores of of uh, both generations. Right. Right. And, um, yeah, and they do it in a way that feels natural and, mm-hmm. and clever right. and not contrived. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. feel forced yeah. or fake. And it's a strong cast, too. Yeah. It's a strong cast. Um, I got to say, uh, I, I like Gerard uh, Carmichael on screen a lot better than I do in, in the stand up. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he seems like he might be a natural. Yeah. He really has good timing and his, you know, uh, his, his presence and his, yeah. Yeah, his, his timing is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, they have uh, obviously uh, Loretta Devine. You mm-hmm. hear in that clip, mm-hmm. who's a who's a vet, mm-hmm. and uh, she brings it. David Allen Greer, mm-hmm. he he can't he can't not bring it. He brings it, uh, and he does a good job as uh, as playing the father. Um, and even the uh, the the brother and uh, ex wife, mm-hmm. they're they're pretty strong. I've never seen them before, mm-hmm. but uh, their characters uh, they pretty, they seem to be pretty talented and. Uh, Seem to be, uh, you know, pretty pretty strong to help round out the cast, and uh, the um, I can't think of the, her real name, um, but she's been around for a little bit too. His love, his girlfriend, love interest. Um, um, I keep wanting to call her Ashley because mm-hmm. one of the shows that I watched her on was uh, 
uh, her character's name was Ashley, and mm-hmm. so my wife and I just call her Ashley all the mm-hmm. time. We've never bothered to learn her real name. <laughs> but uh, she's she's been in uh, uh she's 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 been in in comedies and things like that. She's been around for a few years, mm-hmm. and uh, she's she's really good in this in this role. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I I I have um, I think it's got a lot of potential. Got a lot. Of potential. I like how they use a lot of very very. Uh, timely references mm-hmm. they talked about the black lives matters mm-hmm. uh movement mm-hmm. and they're also not afraid to uh to make fun of it mm-hmm. at the same time they kind of you know promote it but kind of make fun of it at the mm-hmm. same time and mm-hmm. uh they talked about you know some of the people um um uh, uh being killed by police and they incorporated that so they incorporated a lot of uh, issues of today mm-hmm. so it, it really felt like you were watching a family from now talking about things that's going on now, mm-hmm. you know, it really felt like that. And it felt, like I said, again, really natural. And, and I, I guess, and I guess, forced. I guess in that sense, it, it really, it does have a, an own family type feel to it. Cause you know, back mm-hmm. in the seventies, that was right. Uh, I think all in the family was probably one of the first sitcoms to uh, act actively. Right. Um, uh, talk about what was happening right. at that time. Yeah. And, and again, like, uh, one, the thing, one of the things that stands out about it, they're able to do it in a way that does not feel preachy at all. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, it does not. You don't well, feel like you're being preached at or preached or that they're beating you over the head with a message. Well, if you if you if you create real characters and you 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 basically have them speak in a real way, right? You know, you you don't get that preachiness. Uh, you know, they have a point of view, but you you have to have a contrasting point of view also, right? To make it, and and you can't make you know the people you agree with. Uh, always win. I, th- I think because mm-hmm. to me that makes it like that's when it becomes propaganda. It's it, it's it, instead of uh, entertainment. It's like okay, he's you know these people have a valid point of view. This person has a valid point of view. Right. Know? I mean, Ar- Archie Bunker was was a uh, was you know he was an un- unlikable person, but you know they didn't make him into a monster. They you know they showed him showed him as a product of his generation. Mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. uh, there was an episode where Lionel was talking about Archie, and he said Archie just doesn't know any better. Yeah. And you know they made him sympathetic while at the same time, uh, you know, uh, making him unsympathetic. Right. And I think that's the sign of good writing. If you're able to simultaneously make characters likable and unlikable, uh, you're doing good. Yeah. Yeah. So um, the the Carmichael show gets a big thumbs up from Dino Red, and I'm really I've only seen two episodes. I'm looking forward to. To seeing some more of it to see what they bring, because uh, yeah, I really, really got uh, high hopes for this for this show. Hmm. Let's see here. Uh, I finally, uh, I finally jumped on the Power Bandwagon. Um, that's the uh, the show that's uh, executive produced by Fifty Cent. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, man, um, I just uh, I I I, uh, I started I started in this summer. And it's it, the third season, uh, just finished mm-hmm. this summer. I started in, I, I so I had, I I went through two and uh, two and probably three fourth seasons, mm-hmm. and I caught up to it live. Just for, I watched probably like the last three episodes, mm-hmm. um, as it as they aired, and I'd say I was pretty impressed. Mm-hmm. Um, the writing is very good. Mm-hmm. Um, the acting is is very good. They, I really like the casting. Mm-hmm. The guy who plays, I don't know, I have to do better at this. The, uh, the guy who plays his right hand, uh, Tommy, mm-hmm. man, he's like 
perfect. Mm-hmm. Like I can't. Before before you go on, what's mm-hmm. the uh, what's the premise of the premise uh, of it is first of all, it's nothing like Empire mm-hmm. at all. Okay, <laughs> it's about a a, a dr- it's 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 you know what it's about. It's about Stringer Bell. Okay, it's about Stringer Bell. Mm-hmm. Um, finally getting his foot in the legitimate world and trying mm-hmm. to get... He's got one foot in the legitimate world and one, sh- and one foot still in the gang world, and he's mm-hmm. trying to get the other foot into, into the, the legitimate, legitimate world, world mm-hmm. and nobody else around him wants him to get that other foot. They mm-hmm. they, they don't want that. Just yeah. when I, they pull me out, they pull me back in. So that's yeah. that's what it's all about. Yeah. It's all yeah. about the uh, the lead character, Ghost. Uh, mm-hmm. It's his street name. Mm-hmm. Um, he's trying to... He wants to go legit. He knows that he's a smart dude, and he knows that the only way out is death or prison, and right. those are not attractive options to him. Yeah, you know he's got a family and mm-hmm. kids and stuff, and he's not a gangster. Uh, he is, but well, his heart's not in it. Well, it's it's like yeah. uh, well, I mean, because uh, I remember the line that a- uh, Avon Barksdale right. gave. It's like I guess mm-hmm. I'm I'm just a gangster, I suppose. Right. Because it, all the stuff didn't matter to him. He really he wanted his corners back. Right. And and Springer's like, we don't need them. Is that we? You know, they had different. Uh, right. So they they flipped it in this and yeah. in, in power. Mm-hmm. Um, the lead guy is Stringer Bell, mm-hmm. and his right hand man is Avon. Okay. So. Tommy, the white dude, he's a white boy, mm-hmm. and they grew up together. Mm-hmm. And he's like all about that life because he doesn't mm-hmm. know anything else. Mm-hmm. And you know, and then the wife, mm-hmm. she's all about the life too because she's basically she's just greedy. Mm-hmm. She looks at the money that uh, he's uh, he's into clubs. Well, he's he's got a couple things going on. He's got a, a laundromat that he uses to wash money, mm-hmm. and then uh, they got too big for that, mm-hmm. and so that's when he got into the club. And it it's you know the club thing is really I mean he's he's that's he's able to to wash a lot more money, and then he sees like the 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 potential mm-hmm. to open up a string of clubs mm-hmm. and still have a very nice lifestyle mm-hmm. and you know and be legitimate. Mm-hmm. But his wife is like she looks at the the proceeds after the, you know the new manager is excited about the, the big night that they had, mm-hmm. and she looks at the receipts and she's like. I guess you excited about that. You call that good money? It pales in comparison, right? So you know, it's 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 good money, but it's good legal money, which yeah. can't compare to good bad money. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's like the scales are just way different. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, so that's what he's up against. She and she's greedy. Mm-hmm. She's greedy. Yeah. She wants she wants the, mm-hmm. um, you know, the life, and she wants all, all, the, all that money. You know, mm-hmm. she she spins like crazy, mm-hmm. and uh, she's smart enough to know that. If they went legit, she wouldn't be able to spend like that. Yeah, yeah. you know, they wouldn't be making that kind of money. <laughs> so uh, she doesn't want it. She's yeah. she's dead set against it. Mm-hmm. And uh, her and uh, Tommy, you know, basically kind of conspire to try to keep him, you know, in the life. And uh, so uh, that's that's basically that's the backdrop of it. Oh, okay. And uh, it's uh, it's it's a very strong show. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, you know, I have to check it out. Yeah, it's uh, it is it is uh, very good. It's very good. It's not you know, it's not wire good, but uh, you know, not not many things are. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it, uh, it, uh, David David Simon, uh, uh, David Chase, uh, one of those Davids. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, there's only one of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. The the, the da- David Milch is the uh, is the one that he's I the, he's the Deadwood guy. Yeah, Deadwood and NYPD Blue yeah. and all that stuff. Uh, he's the one that I, I generally remember mm. more so than the others. Yeah, 
because his, this, this his, is the, his the dialogue the, style. The three Davids of HBO. <laughs> uh, so, but yeah, so um, yeah, gets a big thumbs up mm-hmm. for me. And then I, I just uh, realized after watching three series, uh, three seasons of it, mm-hmm. that the the leading lady, uh, Natori Natori Naughton, was the original cast member from uh not cast member but band member i guess group member of 3OW three little women that uh okay uh hit hit group oh, from yeah, the yeah. 90s yeah 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 and uh i did did not realize that that, that was she's her all, she's all grown up yeah so <laughs> uh yeah so i'm glad happy for her cuz she had a really bad experience in the music industry boy yeah. that music industry is it's like who has a good experience it's brutal <laughs> i don't know I don't think anyone has a good experience in the, ex- oh, man. I mean, you know, unless you're the one signing the checks. It's brutal, man. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's brutal. Yeah, that, 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 yeah, that's the one thing. It doesn't matter what color you are. You're going to get screwed yeah. in the music industry. Yeah, and the thing about it, what trips me out in the music industry, a lot of times it's former artists who are screwing artists. Oh, yeah. Well, and it's like, yeah, like well, well it, happened, it happened to me. Yeah. So, <laughs> so well, it was your turn. Bend over. Yeah, most, uh, <laughs> most rapists uh, were raped themselves as children. So. <laughs> right? <laughs> Man, it's crazy, but uh, but yeah. So um, yeah, she was basically kicked out of her own group, mm-hmm. and um, you know, she technically was not kicked out. Mm-hmm. She was forced out. She mm-hmm. uh, was harassed mm-hmm. to the point they decided they they wanted her to leave the group, right? And they basically made it very uncomfortable for her mm-hmm. to the to the point that she just left. Yeah, and uh, and then they finally uh, went ahead with the. They had, they had they already had a replacement there. Yeah, that they was uh, basically making her train her, mm-hmm. <laughs> like we are gonna break you sooner or later. So she may as well know must, all your parts. I must break you. So uh, yeah, they broke her in. Uh, but then she found life again on uh, Broadway, mm-hmm. and Broadway um, she had a wonderful experience there. She mm-hmm. said it was uh, very, very family like and very you know great. She mm-hmm. just you know got a raise every six months. It was mm-hmm. just wonderful. So she actually left college for, uh, for for Broadway. Mm, good for her. And uh, was there for three years, and then she got the biggie, uh, not the not the biggie role, but the uh, the little Kim role mm-hmm. in the uh, in the biggie movie, Notorious. Mm-hmm. And uh, she did a good job on that. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, even though little Kim didn't want her want want her playing her, <laughs> so yeah, little Kim wanted a, a cubie doll. She wanted, uh, I believe, she wanted um, Christina Milian. I oh, think really? was one of the names she mentioned. Uh, uh, a, some unrealistic looking, uh, right? Someone right. who doesn't doesn't look anything like she did at that time. Right. Well, I I think Kim's focus was on the the beautiful and the complexion. Oh yeah, I, so yeah, yeah. Notoria is beautiful. Mm-hmm. I think she's better looking than Kim in all her incarnations. <laughs> uh, you know, but she's but she's chocolate. Yeah. You know, and we all know Kim hates herself. And uh, so, yeah. And mm. uh, some people like my, my wife has a hard time with that. She mm. she doesn't understand that when you casting black people, that's just one of the fallbacks. It's mm. it's, it's hard to match uh, complexion. Mm-hmm. You know, that's some uh, that's a, something that white people don't have to worry about. Mm-hmm. And in most other races, but black people, we you know, that's something that we shouldn't. You know, be so focused on it, but we are whatever. She gets very ah, these two. You know, she did that with the uh, Strata Compton movie. Ah, he's he was nowhere near dark skin. Ah, you know, and all this kind of <laughs> stuff. 
And it's like it's not about that. It's like you 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 cast somebody who can who who looks as close to them as you can get, but can play the part. Right. They they you they, know they have to be able to play the part. It's it's no good if the person looks exactly like them and has the same uh, or has the same skin complexion, but they suck. Yeah, you want yeah. you want somebody who gives you an impression of who that person was, right? Yeah, right. You try to get in, you know, in the general vicinity if you can, but yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, so Lil Kim was uh, upset ab- ab- about that, yeah. and uh, so. well, that's okay. No one saw uh, the baking movie anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was thinking that during uh, Straight Outta Compton, I was like, yeah, I think this is a. It's like the first rap movie that people actually paid attention to, uh, <laughs> you know, since uh, uh, since uh, um, uh, back in the day, Beat Street and uh, <laughs> oh, Crush Groove and Crush know. Groove, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, speaking of hip hop and all that, mm-hmm. the VMAs are on tonight. Yay! And uh, Little Miley Cyrus is uh, mm-hmm. going to be hosting. Little Miley Cyrus. Little Miley Cyrus. She where? broke my achy, breaky heart. <laughs> you know, I like Miley. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people don't. My, my wife, she's disgusted by Miley because mm-hmm. she's always naked, mm-hmm. which is, you know, I, I like that about her. Mm-hmm. I just, well, <laughs> my wife asked me, she's like, she's like, every time I just like, just put some clothes on. I just want to say, put some clothes on. Isn't that what you want to say? And I'm like, no. <laughs> She's like, what, you like her? I was like, no, not the way that you mean. She's like, well, is she on one of your lists? I'm like, no, she's not on my list. Mm-hmm. She's like, well, what do you think when you see her? I'm like, I plead the fifth. Like, mm-hmm. I, she's asking me this in front of Danya. Uh-huh. I'm like, I have to tell you later. I can't tell you right now. <laughs> well, I never did tell her. Mm-hmm. So, honey, if you're listening to this, this, what I think when I see Miley Cyrus is I'm like, I love her attitude mm-hmm. and her, her free spirit and mm-hmm. her, the way she likes being naked all the time mm-hmm. and always showing her body. Mm-hmm. I just wish her body looked like Beyonce's. Oh, okay. Or J-Lo's. Mm-hmm. Or, you know. You're turned off by her body type. Yeah, I'm not really turned off, but I'm not turned on. Yeah. I just, she's, not, she's not your type. Yeah, she's not my type. Yeah. And, you know, I don't find her hot. Um, she's, she's got a cute face. Mm-hmm. And I actually think she's a pretty talented actress. Yeah. But, um yeah, I just, I just whenever I, she's on, I'm like, man, I just wish she had like a nice body. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, you know, she annoys the hell out of me. Yeah, um, and it's it's more like it's it's the thing where, um, it's the thing where uh, um, people, especially especially former child actors, really go out of their way. To prove they're adults, and they play at being an adult. They think, you know, running around naked or talking about who they're fucking all the time. Uh, they think that's what it, what it means to be an adult. Uh, and uh, and the thing is, she actually has talent. She actually has a. She does. She actually has a wonderful voice, and I, I think wonderful voice. She can and, act. And I think her. I think her antics distract from um, her know, talent. From her talent. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she she actually, you know, she she could get she she uh, to me she does she doesn't need the theatrics. Yeah, I and, hear you. And yeah. uh, I can you see know. that. I, I definitely agree with everything you said. Yeah, um, I'm thinking and hoping. I think she seems to, to even even with all the antics, mm-hmm. like when you sit down and you hear her or when she's talking, being serious, mm-hmm. she seems like she's got a good head on her shoulder. She seems mm-hmm. intelligent, mm-hmm. and I I, I think. Uh, I don't think she'll go the route of like a Lindsay Lohan. Mm-hmm. I don't think she'll go that far. Mm-hmm. I think she'll eventually figure it out and stop mm-hmm. playing at it and yeah. 
you know, and and become a real adult and stop mm-hmm. playing adult, like mm-hmm. like you said. Yeah, she she. I mean, she's really immature. That that that's that's how she comes across to me. Um, you know. Yeah, I get that, but I do her. <laughs> yeah. I didn't. I don't want anyone. To, I don't want to give anyone the wrong impression. <laughs> Dude, do you know who Charlemagne the God is? I do not. Hmm. See, I wish Charlie Bell was here for this one because I think she knows who he is. Um, he is. Uh, well, I believe he started off as a as a as a DJ. Mm-hmm. As a, but not like a DJ, uh, a, a, a big boy type DJ, mm-hmm. um, a radio guy, mm-hmm, a radio guy. Mm-hmm. He has he has the show called The Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. Uh, we play clips oh, okay. of them teasing. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, Mayweather mm-hmm. on the show that mm-hmm. that was his show. Yeah, I, I've I've heard of him. I mean, I've heard of The Breakfast Club. I didn't know that was him. Okay, okay. yeah, that's yeah. He's like the main. There's mm-hmm. like uh, three or four of them. Mm-hmm. He's the main, the main guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm pretty sure there's something else he did before that. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I think in music or something. I don't know if he was a producer or something, mm-hmm. but I don't know for sure. I do. That's just the feeling that I get. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, um, he's a little bit controversial, you know. Like mm-hmm. he calls out Floyd Mayweather and things like that, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And not too long ago, he he had a. Uh, I think it was Ice Cube. Somebody, somebody, it might have been, yeah, I think it was Ice Cube mm-hmm. was on this show, or was on Breakfast Club promoting the Straight Outta Compton movie, mm-hmm. and he had, uh, he, he said to Dre, or excuse me, in Cube, in reference to Dre about, uh, he made a comment about Dre not, in the movie not having makeup on mm-hmm. in, in his world-class uh, wrecking crew days, <laughs> as we all know that Dre did. Yeah. And I just found that very coincidental because... Mm-hmm. He, uh, Charlemagne now has a TV show. Mm-hmm. It's kind of basically uh, a, a kind of scaled down version of his Breakfast Club, mm-hmm. and uh, or some might say it's kind of a video version of this show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, I know he people have given him some stack whatever because his complexion has mm-hmm. lightened, oh, but okay. they say he has a skin condition. Condition. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm not going to even comment on that i'm gonna give him a pass other other than the fact that other people comment on it i don't have anything to say about that right i I get that but when i see see, i've been watching a lot of mtv lately Mm -hmm. mtv2 Mm -hmm. specifically Mm -hmm. because i've been watching like uh wild and out Mm -hmm. and i'm kind of into that now and i've been watching reruns of martin and wayne's brothers and Mm -hmm. stuff like that Mm -hmm. and i see his promos all the time Mm -hmm. because that's the channel his show is on called uh, uncommon sense Mm -hmm. And I see him looking like this. Uh, okay. Do you see what I see? I don't know what you. I, he seems darker. Okay. Now, like I said, now I'm not talking about complexion. Okay. He doesn't look like he's wearing makeup to you, and I don't uh, mean makeup like the, the the makeup that all people wear on television. Mm-hmm. I mean makeup like eyeliner, eyeshadow. Like w- woman's eye make- makeup. Oh, okay. Like Prince would wear. Yeah, but like a little bit more delicate than mm-hmm. Prince would wear. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, do you see it in these pictures? Um, I think it's, it's more noticeable on television. That, go back to that first one. But I think it's more noticeable mm. in, in television. Mm. And maybe because there's no before pictures. Like here's a before. 
Well, he's definitely wearing makeup in that that picture you showed me. Um, well, he's wearing makeup in pretty much all these. Yeah, well, that one right there, he doesn't look like he's wearing makeup. But well, yeah, that was one of the ones I was using as a before. Yeah, yeah, that wasn't his look before. Yeah, and so I'm um, I'm like wondering like what's the deal with that like. Mm-hmm. Okay, if you having a skin thing, or whatever, and that's why you're lighter. Mm-hmm. But that has nothing to do with like makeup. Like, and I, I showed the video to other people and mm-hmm. got second opinions. My wife, uh, she noticed it, and mm-hmm. also um, some other people. Mm-hmm. And it was like, yeah, he's like, you know. And then other people who didn't even uh, know who, what he looked like mm-hmm. said that they could tell that it was pretty noticeable. Mm-hmm. That he was wearing makeup, mm-hmm. so I'm just wondering why Charlemagne the God is looking like Charmaine the Goddess, <laughs> and what's going on, bruh? What's really going on? Are you transitioning? I mean, you know, if you are, it's all good. I'm yeah. just curious. Now, you think this is choir minds want to know? This is heavier than it would be uh, for, for normal for a guy normally on TV. Yes, Cause it, cause because because to me it just looks like his skin is is evened out. Yeah, no, nah, you got to. Yeah, I, th- I think you might need. Let me see if I can. Well, I don't know if now nah, because it's like on the promos and stuff. Yeah. I might have to look and see if I can find a video and show it to you. Yeah, because yeah, because television I mean, makeup. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm very accustomed to watching people mm-hmm. on television. Yeah, they don't look like they're wearing makeup mm-hmm. except women. Mm-hmm. Women, there's a difference. Like right. you see a man. In real life, and mm-hmm. he's a man on television, mm-hmm. and when you see him on camera, he doesn't look like he's wearing makeup mm-hmm. per se. Mm-hmm. You might see a little, you know, they're doing stuff so that he doesn't shine mm-hmm. and the lights and that kind of mm-hmm. thing. But then you see a woman, you can still see her makeup in addition to whatever those other things that they do. Right. This is that type situation. Mm-hmm. It's like. If he if it was just the makeup that the makeup artist was putting on him, mm-hmm. uh, like any other man, yeah. you would not be drawn to the makeup in his eyes, right. like the, the the shadow and the liner and all mm-hmm. that stuff. Yeah, but mm-hmm. um, I don't know. It looks pretty. I mean, like I said, I even though it's not mm-hmm. as noticeable mm-hmm. as the video, it's mm-hmm. still pretty noticeable to me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like this, I can tell you're not wearing nothing yeah, there. Like yeah. all the ones he's not, I like you can tell. Like, mm-hmm. you know, there he's like, yeah. It's mm-hmm. like it's more than him just being. As a matter of fact, it looks like not only is he evened out, it's like there's some plucking going on mm-hmm. because his eyebrows and stuff are looking really, um, what's the word? Like, uh, manicured? Yes, manicured. That's the mm-hmm. word. Yeah, right. So it's the whole, yeah, it's like he's looking real manicured mm-hmm. on top of the makeup and all that. And I'm like, what's what's the deal, man? What's mm-hmm. what's going on? So yeah. I hadn't heard anybody talk about that. He still doesn't look like world-class wrecking crew, uh, Dre. <laughs> <laughs> Dre looked like Lil' Richard in those, uh, <laughs> in those days. Yeah, I don't think it's that much different, no, really. No. <laughs> so my memory of Jay, I had Dre in clown makeup. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's my memory of it. Yeah. I'm like, it's like, let's see, because I don't remember it being like that. Yeah. I think it being, as a matter of so, fact, I think uh, Charlemagne might have him beat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe my memory of, of Dre is, is like from the, uh, was it the No Vaseline video? <laughs> <laughs> Because you know what? Because yeah, back then, I mean, I didn't know what the world class wrecking crew looked like because, you know, all you had was radio. 
Mm-hmm. They were, I mean, there wasn't even a video. Album yeah, unless you bought them. the album, you yeah. wouldn't know really yeah. what they looked like. Yeah. Or so, uh, saw them yeah. perform live. Yeah. And even then, you'd be looking from a distance. distance yeah, yeah, true, true. And, yeah. And, you know, yeah. But, uh, yeah, well. Actually, yeah, he looks... Uh, he looks like he has less makeup on than uh, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't have anything to compare it to. I had to compare it to, with my memory. <laughs> man, I remember, man, I, I did uh, when I did uh, the Steve Harvey show. Mm-hmm. Uh, the makeup woman put so much makeup on me. And I got clowned by Steve Harvey. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. I, I forgot what he said, but basically he said I look like a corpse. <laughs> and and uh, the makeup woman was not back for the next day. Wow. Yeah. Uh, did they? So was that was that rehearsal or? I think it was a rehearsal. Okay. Because yeah. I was gonna say I don't remember. You know, in the episode, you looking. Yeah. You know, crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, uh, you know, and you know they they, I, you know, I, I, shit, I don't remember, dude. I, I don't know if they shot that or not. I know I did it again. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, let's move on here to the get with the the Ashley Madison, the Ashley mm-hmm. Madison hack. Uh, that's been all over the news lately. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, I like Ashley, Ashley Madison's cupcakes. <laughs> really delicious. Well, my thing is, um, I'm gonna go ahead and put a disclaimer out there. Um, I don't even, you know what? I, I may have an Ashley Madison account. Mm-hmm. I'm, I know I have a, a farmers only account mm-hmm. because you know why? Cause I get curious mm-hmm. and I want to see what's on it. And you know what? But guess what? You might find my, my email address or my name or my alias or whatever attached to some of these sites, but what you won't find you won't find my dick attached to no other woman. That's what you won't find. So just because somebody's uh, email address is uh, on one of these sites, it doesn't it doesn't mean you know mm-hmm. you know, like oh you reach in or this whatever. Mm-hmm. It, it, not necessarily. It, yeah, it does not mean it could be they could be it could you know even even if they went on there several times, it doesn't mean mm-hmm. that they did anything. It doesn't yeah. mean like I've been on these, I've never contacted not a single woman, but I've mm-hmm. been on a lot of these sites. <laughs> <laughs> well, judging by what they say about Ashley Madison, no one has contacted well, any single women. <laughs> well, um, actually, um, let me rephrase that before yeah. I got married, uh-huh. I, I went on a couple of dates from some dating sites, uh-huh. but, uh, since I've been married, I've been on a lot of sites mm-hmm. and, and just to kind of look and see what's, what's, what's there, like not looking for, uh, you know, a hookup, but mm-hmm. just to just, just out of curiosity, yeah, yeah. you know, and, uh, seeing how they differ from one, one than the other and which ones, another, yeah. right. Yeah. And seeing the ones that where people post nudies and the ones who, you know, cause not all of them do some post <laughs> nudies, some don't, whatever. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I just said all that to say, you know, just cause somebody, it doesn't mean they're doing anything cause I'm on some of them. Yeah. So I, I, I really, I ain't gonna lie. I was definitely curious about that farmers <laughs> only. <laughs> what, what's uh, Farmers Only? Uh, they have oh man, they got to go. You don't have to be lonely oh, at farmersonly.com. Oh, yeah, that's, that's right. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 <laughs> and I'd say a good majority of the people on here are not even farmers <laughs> or even country people. Uh, but anyway, um, come to find out, 
in addition to all these databases or whatever you can access to see if, you know, somebody that you know or involved with has been on Ashley Madison, uh, they've been doing different researches and whatnot. And they've come to find out that a large majority of the female profiles are bogus. Yep. Set up by Mash, uh, Mashley. <laughs> set, set, up by Ashley Ash, <laughs> set up by Ashley Madison employees. Um, I, we're talking tens and tens of thousands of them. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's that. I don't. I think uh, Ashley Madison. They might be in for some more lawsuits yeah. than that, what they already have. You know, in addition to the people who who are pissed that their private information got hacked, uh, the people who were intending to try and hook up with the real person and. Uh, you know, this that's basically that's fraudulent. Fraud. Yeah. yeah, that's fraud. Yeah. You know, because they use that as part of the advertising, saying so many million of women, uh, 5.5 million is what they advertise, yeah. uh, are on there, are on the site. And they say only uh, three in a thousand or 10,000, three in 10,000 women are real mm-hmm. on, uh, yeah. on that website. So, yeah, I think only, I think only 12,000 of the, uh, of the, of, I think only twelve thousand of the subscribers like uh, are, are women. Are women, right? Yeah. Real and women, that's out of right. twenty million or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, what was I going to say? Uh, Ashley Madison hack. Ah, oh, shit. Oh, well, I was going to say something like, uh, oh, uh, yeah. There have been uh, some people who like tried to uh, delete their accounts, mm-hmm. and Ashley Madison, you know, said if you don't want to be on the account, we'll delete your account. And you know they would have delete an extra name, and Ashley Madison did nothing about it. Wow! Yeah. Not only that, I heard from another source that they pay you. You have not they pay you. You have to pay them, right? In order to disable your account. Yeah. Yeah. So wow. <laughs> no wonder why they're rich. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, they, you know, offer people what they want. <laughs> <laughs> and you can do it, especially if it's illegal. Wow. And you can you can really screw them over, especially over the internet. Yeah, yeah. So shame on you, Ashley uh, Madison. You're a bad, bad girl. Yeah, little, little whore. Little stupid ass bitch. I ain't fucking with you. <laughs> bad, bad Ashley. <laughs> okay, so with that, we're going to go ahead and move into our uh, our segment. Ask the average guy. Okay. All right. uh, D, would you mind uh, reading? I saw you asked. My boyfriend of four years asked me to marry him. And I didn't give him an answer. He proposed in front of our families and I froze up and I just told him we need to talk. I love my boyfriend, but a couple of years ago he was cheating on me with this girl and I knew about it from the phone records, but he didn't know I knew. Eventually he stopped seeing her, but while he was still messing with her, I followed him and I saw them holding hands, walking in the rain. They were holding hands. And our relationship was never the same. I saw them holding hands, walking in the park. I never said a word about it to him, and 
placed it in the back of my mind. When he proposed to me, all I could see was him holding her hand and walking in the park, looking happier than I ever saw him look with me, and I couldn't say yes. I haven't talked to him yet. I just don't know what I'm feeling right now or what to do. I'm not ready to deal with this. Hoping you had some insight. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Sounds like he was right out of that Orange Juice Jones, Jones song. song. Yeah. <laughs> I'm curious why she never said anything but continued the relationship. But now, is I mean, it's just kind of weird. She was traumatized. <clears throat> yeah, it seems like um, it seems like she knows. I mean, it it, it, it feels like she uh, she knows she doesn't trust him. Um, but you know, the I, I guess you know the the fear of being alone is, is pretty strong. Mm. So yeah, on, on the one hand, she she knows he's untrustworthy, and she knows she shouldn't stay with him because she she you know she can't she can't trust him this there he betrayed her uh not just not just it wasn't just sexual it seemed like the, they looked like they were a couple it it seemed uh seemed more like a a a, a relationship than simply uh simply a booty call yeah and uh, i'm wondering if this was towards what what stage of their relationship yeah yeah cuz it feels kind of like this might cuz just the the what she's describing, what happened, mm-hmm. and in her reaction to what happened, mm-hmm. it feels like it might have been that 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 period, mm-hmm. that transition period mm-hmm. where they went Be- from dating to mm-hmm. being monogamous and to ser- exclusivity, right? And mm-hmm. there might have been some overshadow mm-hmm. or whatever mm-hmm. overlap, overlap, exactly. Yeah. And um, you know, not that I'm looking to excuse him, I'm mm-hmm. just saying, just to me, that's what would make sense mm-hmm. you know reason why she would overlook it mm-hmm. all these years later yeah. you know all the, for all these years whatever mm-hmm. and she doesn't mention anything about any other incidents yeah and you know uh just that one time mm-hmm. so i'm wondering if that's kind of what what happened yeah. but anyway but she it, but she held on to it right yeah yeah she clearly held on to it and uh it it it, it obviously had an effect on her and her feelings about him right so I don't know. I would say you have to look deep inside yourself, mm-hmm. and you know I, on the one hand, I say you 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 stayed with him this long, so you must have thought that you were, you know, beyond it, mm-hmm. you know, or else why even stay with him, mm-hmm. uh, especially for for years after the fact. Um, I don't know. Only you know how much this bothers you. You know, if you feel like he's trustworthy or if it was a one-time thing or even if it was like, you know, a gray area or whatever. Yeah. Uh, well, she definitely shouldn't go into a marriage um, or, a, 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 you know, precursor to marriage uh, with these feelings. Uh, they have to be worked out. Yeah. Yeah. I agree uh, with that. Yeah. They should sit down and talk about it. Yeah, even if uh, if you need a counselor or something, but he, he, this is this is not something that's going to go away. If uh, whether say yes or no, uh, you have to work this out. Um, yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe you guys need to go to uh, couples counseling and uh, see if it can be worked out mm-hmm. there. You know, um, 
who knows after you f- hear his side of it you may feel more decisive in either direction yeah you may you may feel more like okay you need to end this is it's a bad idea mm-hmm. or you may feel like uh you know something like you know, uh m- more like it wasn't uh it's a little more excusable mm-hmm. you know depending on you know circumstances or what or whatever else i don't know but yeah, you have to talk about it. Yeah, that's for sure. Have to talk about it, starting with him, and then uh, you know you guys decide from there if you want to go to couples counseling or something. So that's our advice for you. You know, you've got mail. Okay, so we have some reviews from <laughs> iTunes. Um, this one here is by Lady Row forty six, and we know Lady Row; she's a big fan of the show. Uh, Lady Row says you should subscribe. The debates between Charlie Bale and Dino alone are worth the listen. <laughs> Thanks a lot, uh, Lady Row. We appreciate that. Um, this is another friend of the show. This is Be Honest from the No Nonsense Show. He writes, I enjoy the shows on the Red Rock Podcast Network because I can tell that they are not just thrown together. Thank you, sir. That means a lot coming from a fellow podcaster. And I like his show for one of the same reasons. Uh, You can tell that Dino and the crew really put time and love into their craft. And then you add in uh, how good the shows are and you get five stars all right all right be honest thank you sir and this person goes by h h howard 210 and i have no idea who this person is but uh they say shout out to the red rock team you guys put on a great show it's funny informative a great listen i also love also love the Game of Thrones recap. Keep up the good work, my bro, Dino. <laughs> well, thank you. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's a guy. It could be a girl because uh, Peaches, she likes, she calls me bro, but usually that's a guy. <laughs> but whether you're male or female, uh, H. Howard, uh, 210, really, really appreciate those words. And uh, the same for all the rest of you guys who really appreciate that. And... Uh, All right. And that brings another Shiznit show to a close. Do you uh, have any parting words, any shout outs or any any uh, any uh, just, events coming up or anything? I got no events, but I just want to thank everybody for all the love. Uh, it means a lot. And um, it does. <clears throat> and uh, <laughs> and uh, you know, um, uh, that's it. All right. So for Charlie Bell for Damon the Wheel Stanford. I'm Dino Red, and we will catch you next week. Holla at your boy. From all of our crew to listeners like you, thanks again for tuning in to another episode of The Shiznit. And don't forget to tell your friends about the show. Check out our website, theshiznitshow.com, or hit us up on Facebook under The Shiznit. Follow us on Twitter at The Shiznit Show. Write to us at theshiznitshow at gmail.com, or leave us a voicemail. 
and make it sexy at 424-261-4878. This has been The Shiznit. You're listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network.